Hi, this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and welcome to McCollum Wellness Radio. Now more than ever, our country needs to learn how to take care of our own health, and it's my mission to empower you on that journey. Please join me each week as I cover these topics and interview experts throughout the field to bring you the answers you need to reach your maximum health potential. Thank you and enjoy the show. Good afternoon, Santa Cruz and everybody else out there listening. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum, and I'm very happy to be here today. Beautiful day on the coast. I uh, had kind of an interesting uh, morning so far. I started off treating patients at my office from about 8 to 9, and had some pretty amazing people come in, uh, a couple children come in with some neck problems and gymnasts and uh, hockey players and football players. It's really neat to be able to work with them. And then uh, I was down in Pacific Grove at the library down there from 11 to 1. There was a local author show and I had my three books down there and there were a whole bunch of authors. And uh, it was a local author's day, and, um, or indie author's day, actually. And it was really neat talking to a lot of the, the locals down there. I'm a fifth-generation Californian, so the three, the three books that I have published are all on the Central Coast. Um, my grandfather was the uh, publisher of the paper The Kalinga Record during, during the oil boom. And that book's called Coaling Station A. It's a murder mystery that I put together based on a lot of stories that I got and then uh, listening to my grandpa, who lived to be 97, and uh, embellished with a little bit of uh, thought here and there. And uh, the other book is The Adventures of Little Big Jim that has to do with uh, my great-great-grandfather who came from Scotland in 1849, came across in an ox cart with his wife uh, all the way across the prairie. And his uh, son, little Big, Big Jim, was born in an ox cart coming across there. They settled in uh, Salinas and Carmel. And um, he was the first marshal of Salinas there and ended up dying at 84 years old with a bullet in his lung that he acquired when he was uh, a marshal there. And um, they took him up to Tassajara Hot Springs way back then in the early or mid-1800s to heal after he'd been shot. And he carried that lead with him all along. So anyway, it was really fun. And now I'm here uh, at KSEO Studio on Steppin' In Radio. And uh, this is the Jackie Tucker Hour. And I'm really happy to be able to uh, sit in every the second Saturday of every month and talk about health. And um, today's subject is... Uh, sickness care versus wellness care. And I really wanted to, to uh, appeal to those out there that are fed up of being sick and tired, or we can say sick and tired of being sick and tired. And, you know, if you really take a look at our health care in this country, it is so centered around symptom relief. And, uh, you know, that's very good when you are have a terrible toothache or a bad gut ache or something's going on and you want relief. That's awesome. But one of the reasons that our country is rated 50th in the world for health, I mean, you know, Cuba's healthier than us, the average Cuban, is because we do not really focus on getting to the heart of the problem or the center of the problem. And uh, we just... Uh, it's evident by all of the medications out there. You know, we there. The United States consumes fifty percent of all of the pharmaceutical drugs made in the world, and we're only four percent of the world population. So, something's going on here. I mean, if if we take all those medications, we should be healthy. Uh, you would think. Well, that's not necessarily the case. And uh, Western medicine absolutely necessary. We have the best in the world. Um, you know, if you need something done, this is the place to have it done. I think where we're missing the boat is in prevention and uh, really understanding what that means. So I'm going to try to go over some of those uh, ideas today. 
And uh, if it makes any sense to you, um, there's a lot of things that you can do. Now, we do live in Santa Cruz, and Santa Cruz is probably a mecca for natural health. Um, you know, a lot of people, instead of using medications, uh, use uh, natural supplements, and, and that's awesome. And or even the CBD oil uh, now is being used a lot. And my patients come in and say, what do I think about that? And I go, well, you know, it's probably better than the, the medications, but if it's still only covering up a symptom, are you putting off the inevitable? This would be like driving to New York with a nail in your tire and you just keep stopping and blowing it up along the way at every gas station you see. It, you're not solving a problem. Uh, it's like if you have a toothache and you keep taking aspirin to get the pain to go away, you know a root canal's in the way or an extraction. If you've thought about this or if this makes sense to you and you just don't know what to do, maybe I can give you some information today. And you know, I always tell my patients when they come in and we do a complete evaluation, we do x-rays typically. I have digital x-rays really top of the top of the line. We'll take a look at the spine. We'll really go into a deep history and see what we find there. But I, I always say, look, you have choices. Um, you come in here with headaches for 10 years, you, three days out of a, a, a month, you're laid up. Uh, because of the headache, the migraine or whatever. So three days times 12 is 36 days a year. That's one month out of a year you're laid up with headaches and multiply that times 10. That's 360 headaches or days that you had a headache. And now you could take something to, to relieve the headache and sometimes they work or not, but maybe we should look for the cause of the problem or what's causing it. One thing that's I've seen a lot of lately, and this in the last two weeks, four patients, uh, particularly all mothers who have come in with one to four kids, and all with low back pain, and every one of them had a nerve block during the delivery. And, um, you know, that, and they all have mid back pain right at the point of the needle injection of the nerve block. And they all say, well, I don't know. I was told that this wouldn't cause it, but it's so curious how many have it. And any mothers out there, I just ask you, if you had a nerve block when you were uh, delivering and you have low back pain, then you should listen to this because every single one of them had what we call subluxation or a bone that's out of place, putting pressure on the nerve as an insult from that nerve block. And every single one of them, after we did a complete diagnosis, took some digital x-rays, uh, some scans of their body, we found that when we relieved the pressure off of the nerves in that area, they got better. And uh, so I just put this out to you. If you've got any low back pain due to a pregnancy, delivery, um, maybe there's something you can do. Uh, I have a, a chart here, a wellness chart, wellness chart I'm going to go over, and I thought it would be interesting to read because so many patients come into the office and they, they, especially the ones that do decide to start care, and there's always the choice, and I tell them, look, you could do nothing, um, may or may not be a good idea because you're telling me that this is staying the same or getting worse, or you have some options to maybe right now what you need to do is uh, put a Band-Aid on it, or maybe what you want to do is get to the cause of the problem and actually get your life back. Uh, so many times people come in and they go, no, I'm doing pretty well. Well, what kind of sports do you like? Well, I used to golf, but I, I can't golf anymore because of my low back. And But I'm doing pretty well. Huh, any other sports? Yeah, I used to play tennis, but, you know, I just don't play anymore. My shoulder gets sore. And pretty soon you're, you're limiting your livingness based on the symptoms of your body that you're unable to handle and maybe you're medicating them or doing something to cover up the symptoms. So anyway, this is a wellness, uh, illness, wellness continuum chart and it goes from a negative 10 awful to a positive 10 optimum. And um, I'm just going to read across this. It's a, so energy level, um, ability to handle stress, quality of sleep, physical health and symptoms, mental, emotional state. So awful, energy levels exhausted, 
ability to handle stress. I can't cope. Just always exhausted and not being able to cope. Quality of sleep. I have trouble sleeping. I'm nervous. I'm anxious. I can't sleep. I toss and turn. I have aches. Uh, Physical health and symptoms. Serious chronic disease and illness, frequent acute episodes. So what's serious chronic disease mean? This could mean anything from um, irritable bowel syndrome, gastritis, colitis, um, stomach problems, arthritis in the joints, um, uh, uh, gastritis, meaning heartburn, bloating, um, fatigue, asthma, allergies. All these things are, are conditions that are considered chronic can be chronic diseases or illnesses and then you can have frequent episodes like well you know i went out and did my gardening but now i can't walk for three days then the mental and emotional state is you're seriously depressed or anxious so that's kind of across the board as not good awful they call it uh negative six would be energy level eh, fatigued ability to handle stress extremely stressed quality of sleep poor uh physical health and symptoms, chronic disease and occasional acute episodes, mental, um, mentally depressed or anxious. I'm going to go up to zero, which is the comfort zone. And a lot of us live in a comfort zone, but that comfort zone often means that we're limiting what life should be. We just don't do what we, we like to do anymore because... I don't do this because, or I don't do that because. You know, you can kind of say you're got, get up and go, got up and went. So your energy level's okay. You know, you feel the average stress of everybody else. You sleep okay most of the time. Sometimes you have minor aches or pains, and you have emotional ups and downs, brain fog, and memory trouble. That is probably the average person out there because if you take a look at our health index, you know, the 50% of the people in our country are either diabetic or pre-diabetic. And that right there tells us that there's a lot of problems going on with the nervous system and spine that goes undetected until a frank disease shows up. So I'm going to be talking about some of the things that we can do about that. But let's let's go up the chart to uh, plus two. And this is good health. I, I'm up and down with my energy. You know, I'm up and down with my stress level. I sleep pretty good most of the time. Occasional uh, ups and downs as far as my physical symptoms. I go out and garden. I, I, I'm aching. I have pain for a few days. And uh, emotional, I feel good. Sometimes a little bit of brain fog. Excellent health is I got great energy, handle stress well, excellent sleep, feel good and strong and flexible. I'm positive and happy most of the time. I have clear thinking and good memory. And then optimal health, vibrant energetic, extremely adaptable to stress, optimal sleep, peak physical health, joy and happiness, zest for life, and I can't wait to get up in the morning. So, you know, it's, it's a choice. You really, it is a choice what you do from this point forward to become healthy or not. And um, as a chiropractor, and, and I, I focus a lot on chronic um, nutritional deficiencies that can cause chronic illnesses, autoimmune type of diseases. Uh, This could be any kind of arthritis, gastritis, um, chronic fatigue, uh, irritable bowel. All of those things are telling us that something is wrong in your body. So there are three stressors in life. That's physical. That's simply hard bone on soft nerve. People think that chiropractors are back doctors. Well, that couldn't be farther from the truth. You know, really, we are probably the best out there when you have a pinched nerve, sciatica, low back pain, neck pain, things like that. But really, if you take a look at what the nervous system does, you start to realize that the nervous system controls every single cell and organ in your body. You know, for instance, it's the the nervous system which is housed in your spine and exits your spine and goes to every cell and organ is the master system. Some people think, well, no, how about my hormones? Well, how do your hormones even know there's a problem? So if you see a tiger or you're about to get in a car accident, your senses see that. A car, your eyes see the car, you jump on the brakes, your nervous system turn on the adrenaline glands in your body, and that gives you adrenaline. That gives you that emotion or it gives you that superhuman strength. And or maybe something brushes up against you and you're afraid it's a snake. And 
that sensory of that feeling in your leg is what causes all of the other um, hormones to operate in your body. So there's a, there's a really interesting study I decided to bring in. It was by a, the RAND Association, a RAND Corporation, and they're a group that does studies out there, um, and they're a non partisan group, you know, they're, they're just kind of taking a look at things. And back in 2009, they did a study on chiropractic, patients that went to chiropractors. And it was a seven-year study. And this is really interesting. It was published in the Journal of Manipulative and Physical Therapy. And what they found is that patients that had a, a chiropractor as their primary care doctor had 60% less hospital admissions, 59% days less in the hospital, 62% less outpatient surgeries, and 85% less pharmaceutical expenditures. And that was to name a few. So this was done back in 2009. And what does this mean, a chiropractic patient? Well, there's a lot of people that go to chiropractors uh, when they have a pain. And so maybe they have a back pain or a neck pain or and they go in and they get adjusted and the pain goes away and they feel good and they don't go back in until they're in pain again. Well, that's not the optimum thing. I mean, there's, that's great. There's chiropractors that are fantastic at that. But the other option is to get your body working as optimally as possible, as long as possible. And that would be where this study comes in. People that have their nervous system working at 100% or as close as possible are a lot less likely to have all of these problems. So I'm going to go over a chart that I have here. And uh, by the way, I'm on Facebook right now if anybody's watching. Um, I'm at uh, it's Duncan McCollum Facebook. And also we're streaming live at kseo.com. But uh, so anyway, one thing that people may or may not know is that, you know, there are 31 spinal nerves that come out of each side of your back. Only 31. I mean, that's pretty amazing considering how many cells we have in our body. So when people have a neck pain, maybe up at the top of your head, you might have a, an area right below your ear there that's tender or sore. Maybe that's the source of your headaches. Uh, you might get a headache behind your eye or in your temples or maybe at the base of your skull. That's the very two top bones in your neck. And what people don't know is sometimes when you have that, you can also have conditions like spaciness, dizziness, low energy, uh, memory troubles. It's even been associated with ADD or ADHD, um, tinnitus, uh, all kinds of problems, sleep disorders. And uh, people don't really relate the fact that a pinched nerve in your neck or a problem with the communication from the top nerve in your neck going out to the body can cause a problem. Well, if any of you have ever talked on a cell phone and had interference, you get the point. This is what happens when you have interference in your spinal column affecting the um, communication from the brain to the organ. Um, a lot of times people come in with, uh, well, for instance, a gentleman came in today and I did an exam on him and uh, he was having low back pain that he'd had for years. He was in his 50s. And... Uh, as I was feeling, or we call it palpating, but I was going up his back, right in the mid-back between the shoulders, I could barely even touch his spine there because it was so swollen and he was so inflamed and tender and it was so painful for me to touch him there. And I asked him, I said, do you have any digestive problems like bloating, gas, stomach issues? He said, I do all the time. How did you know? And I go, well, these nerves here are the nerves that go to those organs. So it would make sense to me if you have pressure on a nerve and clearly because this is so sore, sore there's something not right. If that nerve goes to your stomach or your liver or your pancreas, you're going to have trouble with those areas. It makes sense that you very well could. Maybe we should take a look at that. So this is where we start to really understand what health is. You know, health is 100% communication from the organs in the body 
to the brain and then the communication from the brain back to the organs. Uh, by the way, I'm going to be doing a workshop. This is Dr. Duncan McCollum. Um, I'm a chiropractor in Santa Cruz and I've, I'm Capitola. I'm, I'm in the Brown Rat Shopping Center. I've been in practice uh, almost 30 years. Uh, this Wednesday at 6 o'clock at my office, I will be doing a seminar um, on the, the three different types of stress. And I'm, I'm talking right now about physical. This would be hard uh, bone on soft nerve, but I really, really am going to go into the chemical part, which I'll go into in the last half of the show. But chemicals are the uh, substances that we consume and the foods we eat, the um, biotoxins that we've been exposed to, the glyphosate, which is Roundup, the chemicals in our food that we've been sprayed with, the fact that lead and mercury are passed down through four generations through our mother's blood. All these things can add to your body not being healthy. So when you take a look at the chemical aspect of health, this is the second of the three. It's it's physical, chemical, and then emotional and uh, um, mental. Those are the three stressors that can cause disease or cause your body to get what we call a subluxation. And a subluxation means the body's not communicating right. It's not fixing itself, which it is the best fixer on the planet. And you start to get disease or you start to get sick. So a lot of you probably have heard about uh, a lot of different diets out there. They kind of trend. You know, we've heard of the paleo diet coming in and out, the ketogenic diet coming in and out, um, the vegan diet, the, um, you know, eat right for your blood type diet. All these things have a lot of validity. Um, and what they all have in common is that they work for a little while, but then they stop working. And maybe you've experienced that. Um, take a look at the average American. I mean, I think. 25% of us are obese and 50% of us, if not more, are overweight. That's, that's stored energy. And um, if you want to, to, to figure out how to lose weight, those chemicals in your body cause you to, withhold, to hold on to this, the weight. Your body does not want to... Because toxins are stored in your, in your fat cells. So if you're trying to lose weight and burn fat, your body sometimes is smarter than you. It's not going to let go of those fat cells because it doesn't want to dump those stored toxins into your bloodstream and potentially make you sick. But there is a way to, to handle this. Um, a few different types of people out there. There are people that are overweight and very, very unhealthy. They have aches and pains all over their body. They can't get around very well. And, uh, you know, there may be on one, maybe no medications, but oftentimes they're on several. And those medications are covering up the symptoms that they are so affected by. And sometimes the medications are causing more problems. Um, if you're frustrated with this, come to my workshop, uh, six o'clock, six to seven at my office, McCollum Chiropractic in the Brown Ranch Shopping Center this Wednesday. And, uh, my number there's four, five, nine, 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 zero. It's, uh, it's free to, to attend, but I will be going over a lot of, uh, information about cellular inflammation. So when your body is swollen, when your body is, uh, got, um, inflammation or heat in it, there, the reason, there's a reason for that. And it's because the body cannot eliminate toxins, so it swells up. Um, you know, we were all taught when we were kids, if you ate something that was poisonous to you, you either throw it up, drink milk, or go get your stomach pumped, or drink water, dilute it. Well, when you your body is on this slow road to toxicity because of a slow accumulation of toxins over a body that's lost its ability to eliminate them. Um, then you're going to have a buildup of these toxins and, and they're going to make your cells inflamed. You're not going to be able to get hormones into the cells like insulin, for instance, which is the diabetic problem that your cells aren't working. Uh, you can't, insulin can't act on the swollen cells anymore. So you need more and more insulin to get some sugar into the cells so you can get the uh, life function that sugar allows, which is, you know, energy. Um, so 
what we need to do is evaluate where these toxins are coming from in your in your life, whether they're things that you are chronically exposed to right now every day. Are you still living in a house with toxic sprays under your kitchen sink that get rid of smells? Or are you using uh, disinfectants that are actually damaging your liver and your kidneys? Um, or are you using white vinegar or stuff that's actually more effective and less toxic? Um, those are some of the things that we will be going over at the workshop, and I hope you decide to come. Uh, getting back to, um, well, I'll stay on the chemical thing for a minute. So a lot of times what happens with the chemical overdose in our body is we just become less effective on eliminating it. Um, and it's called downstream detoxification pathways are blocked. So when the downstream detoxification pathways are blocked, like your, digest your colon, your liver, your kidneys, and your bladder, those are the elimination systems in your body. I had a 33-year-old woman yesterday, or this week, come in, and she came in for some pain that we've been treating her for, and I asked her how she was doing, and somehow her elimination came up, and she says, well, I have two bowel movements a week, and I've been that way my whole life, and I've tried everything, and it's very frustrating, and it's very sore, you know, and I just feel terrible about it. Well, I knew what to do about this, and there was this particular product that I carry, and it's not necessarily something you just take without an evaluation and understanding. I've carried this thing for 30 years. It's so good. It was put together by a guy named Dr. Bernard Jensen that was one of the leading chiropractors 50 years ago in understanding how the bodies and nutrition are affected. Anyway, she came back in a couple of days and says, I'm having two to three bowel movements a day now. My life has changed dramatically. My energy's up. I feel amazing. Thank you so much. Well, Basically, what it is, is looking at the patient with a set of eyes geared towards optimum health and going, okay, well, what else is going on with this lady? Um, I've been treating her for her upper neck pain and headaches, but she's not holding her adjustments as well as I would like her to. So what else is going on? She's got chemical subluxations. She has chemicals, means toxins in her body affecting her nervous system so that her body just basically goes out of alignment. Um, a lot of times, and I think you can probably relate to this, if any of you have ever had a stomach ache so bad that your back hurt, right between your shoulders, maybe you had food poisoning and you were throwing up or whatever, and then the next day your back hurts so much, well, that's your back is like the circuit breaker in your house. If you plug something into a socket and that blows Usually, you can't put anything else in that socket till you go set the master circuit in the wall outside. Well, that's what your spine is to your body. When organs get overloaded, they blow out the spine because they were protecting the brain. If all that information got to the brain, it would damage the brain. So the back blows out the circuit there to um, help protect your body over the long haul. So this elimination system, the downstream detox pathways in our country have been blocked up for a, a long time and for several reasons. Um, one of the biggest ones we know about now is, is glyphosate, and that's been in the news. That's Roundup. It, that gets into our intestines through the food we eat, the water, the rainwater, and it, it makes holes in our intestines. It's called leaky gut, or the medical doctors call it intestinal permeability. And um, not only the glyphosate, but a lot of other uh, toxins. When our, when our intestines swell up, that word colitis or um, gastritis, when your intestine, itis means the inflammation of. So colitis means inflammation of your colon. When that swells up, it's kind of like if you had a swollen, if you had a cut on your hand that got infected, it's all swollen and pussy. That's what the inside of your intestines are like. Except the holes between the cells get so far apart that bad toxins get into our bloodstream. Those bad toxins cause our cells to swell and they add to the cellular inflammation. So 
when we want to try to help somebody with chemical subluxations, once we know the nervous system is working right, we have to clean up these downstream pathways. The first thing we need to do is help the colon heal. We have to make sure that you're not continuing to eat things that are going to damage it. Um, sugar and gluten are the two of the most damaging foods that you can eat. Gluten in the United States has been so altered from its um, native state that I guess if you remember that song, America the Beautiful with Amber Waves of Grain, well, now it's stubby stalks of wheat because they've altered it so much that it's not it has no resemblance to its original form and your body doesn't recognize it. And even though you may not be allergic to gluten, you're sensitive to it. I think uh, they say that 95% of the people have some kind of le uh, leaky gut condition going on. Um, in the, this is in the natural healing field. Uh, Dr. Daniel Pompa, who I work with, and a lot of the leaders um, who are um, real innovators in the, in the uh, field of, of natural health are really looking into how to, how to help our body get healthy. Um, so anyway, we got to clean up the down, downstream pathways, eliminate the foods that are causing trouble. And there's various sup, supplements out there um, that will actually heal your body. Um, there's something called uh, Restore that you can get at uh, Alive for New Leaf. And Restore is something that's it's called a redox molecule. It's going to help, by, it's going to help get the oxidative problem out of your body, um, and it's going to help. Um, they show they have uh, films of this stuff going into the intestines, and it will close up those junctions again, even though glyphosate's breaking them apart. Some pretty neat studies on it. Dr. Zach Bush has, has uh, done those. So. At any rate, that's a chemical subluxation. Um, it's whether it's an acute episode, maybe you were sprayed by malathion because they're trying to get rid of some kind of uh, mosquito, or maybe you've been eating Cheerios for years and found out that now they're being, that's got glyphosate in it. Maybe you worked in as a mechanic like I did for years and you have your hand in solvents. Um, maybe you've been cleaning. Uh, your house with a lot of those name band, brand products that are actually damaging to your body, or maybe you've you know been a, abused substances that are damaging your body's ability to heal itself. Regardless, the the point is that you have a chance to get healthy. So, um, I I just challenge you to take a look at where your health is right now. Earlier, I read a chart, and this is Dr. Duncan McCollum, by the way. I'm a chiropractor in Santa Cruz, excuse me, Capitola in the Brown Rat Shopping Center. If any of this is interesting to you, I will be doing a, um, a, a workshop on Wednesday night, this coming Wednesday at my office from 6 to 7. It's free to the public. My office number is 459-9990. And uh, come and listen, bring your questions. I'll be talking about um, health and, and how you can start to live an optimal health if this sounds interesting to you. Um, you could do nothing. A lot of times people hear these things and go, well, what's the use? I've tried everything. Nothing's going to work anyway. And then your lifestyle is going to be kind of down in that poorer or, you know, well, let's just say the comfort zone where you sleep okay, you have okay energy, um, you know, stress bothers you some, but, you know, it's okay. You have some emotional ups and downs and you feel okay, but you have occasional pains. I mean, if that's okay with you, then that's fine. I understand. But if you find yourself eliminating things that you really want to do in your life, I mean, if you could just draw a line in the sand and go, you know, I want to go backpacking tomorrow. You know, I'm going to, I want to walk the John Muir Trail, all 212 miles. And, uh, you know, I'm 62. I'm planning on doing that next year. I, I had it on my goal to do this year, but I uh, wasn't able to. Just something I want to do. Maybe you like to play softball. I have one of my patients, she's in her late 60s, who went back to the softball um, World Series back east. And she's a catcher. And she's uh, you know, in, well into her 60s. And she's on the softball um, World Series back east having a great time. Now, you can't do that if you just say, I'm just going to be okay with my body being sick. Um, 
So there has to be a, an approach to becoming healthy that makes sense to you. Uh, you know, and it's a gradient approach. There is no magic pill. I, I ask my patients sometimes, look, if you could get a magic pill and take that pill and get 100% healthy today, would you take it? Almost everybody says yes. But when I say, would you, are you willing to do the things that need to, you need to do for the period of time you need to do it, spend the money that is going to cost for you to change your lifestyle. And if you need treatment, get that done. Is your life that important to you that you're willing to make a commitment to, to change it? It's so interesting. The people that actually do that, how much their life, how much happier they are in their life. Um, a, a woman I met at uh, the burrito bash that just went on um, came in with her husband and she was having terrible headaches, low back pain. She had actually four kids, five including her husband, and um, one of those ladies that had uh, the epidural and the nerve block when she had all four kids and she suffered from low back pain forever. Her oldest is 13, I think. And... Um, also headaches. And so they came to what we call the report of findings when I go over my findings. And, you know, her husband said, yeah, let's, let's get you taken care of. And she's now slept four nights in a row. <laughs> Unbelievable for her. Her husband came in and started care. And I found out that, you know, he's been putting up, he's an organic farmer in town. He's been putting up with back pain for years. And, you know, when he lies down, he's in pain. He told me today, he said, you know, I lie down on my bed last night and I was comfortable. I'm so used to not being comfortable. So, you know, chiropractic is an amazing thing. And I may or may not be the chiropractor for you. You might find that there's somebody that suits you better. I know that I'm not for everybody, and that, but I do believe everybody should at least be checked for chiropractic. Does everybody need chiropractic? No. But I believe that if you have a subluxation, which means uh, pressure on a nerve causing a decrease in communication from the brain to the body or back and forth, then you should be evaluated for it. And if there's a way to eliminate it or reduce it, then you should do it. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. I, I fell out of a tree when I was 10 up in Berkeley watching a Cal football game. I was in a tree called Tightwad Hill on, right above the... Uh, the stadium, because you couldn't get into the, if you couldn't pay to get in, you climbed up Tightwad Hill. Well, the branch broke and I fell into a seated position about 25 feet down. And I was 10 years old. I didn't even know I broke my back because uh, the medical doctors put me on painkillers. And then when I was 20, I, was, I couldn't walk. I was carried in to a chiropractic office because I'd hurt my back so bad. First time I'd ever been to a chiropractor, first x-ray I ever had. A chiropractor looked at me and said, when did I break my back? And I broke down into tears because nobody taking me seriously. Nobody really seemed to care that I was in the pain I was in. And I was carried in and I walked out. I was still in pain and I needed some more care to stabilize my back. But I've decided at that time to devote my, my life to chiropractic and try to help other people learn how to be healthy. It's not just the adjustment. It's not just, well, freeing up the nerve is, is amazing. But it's teaching the lifestyle, teaching how to eat correctly, looking, learning how to shop, learning how to eat, learning exercises so that you don't cause the same condition to happen again. So one of the things I love to ask my patients is after I've done an evaluation and I think I can help them, is to say, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could actually help you feel better but even beyond that, make sure and teach you what you need to do so you can um, ensure that this thing doesn't continue to bother you in the future. Wouldn't you like to get your game back? Wouldn't you like to be able to do those sports again or just play with your grandkids for crying out loud? So at any rate, I, I hope this is making sense to some of you out there. If you have any more interest in this, you can come to my, wor my workshop Wednesday night at McCollum Chiropractic. Uh, six to seven. My number is four five nine 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 zero. I was talking about women with epidurals today, and I I really want to uh, speak with that some more because, um, you know, I have obviously never given birth, and uh, but I've I've watched my wife give birth twice, and I I know what I saw, and it was not something I'd want to experience myself, but. 
a lot of women have natural childbirth. Some um, need to have an epidural for whatever reason, their decision to do that. But what they don't really realize is that chronic low back pain that you've been suffering ever since then, there's a very good likelihood that you could be helped by it. Um, we need to evaluate it. Somebody needs to take a look and see if where they did that epidural, if there's a damage to the nervous system there, if the bones have been um, compromised out of place, pinching the nerves and causing the pain. I can't tell you how many times we've been able to help people with this, um, but it's almost, I mean, it's, it's a lot more than that. I mean, now the same nerve in that low back actually that gets compromised oftentimes with that epidural goes in town, into your buttock and all the way down your leg. So a lot of times uh, women will come in with what we call sciatic pain, which is pain radiating all the way down to the leg, to the foot, sometimes the heel. And um, it's usually one-sided. Occasionally it will switch sides and, uh, or be on both sides, but it's typically one-sided. And when you think about being pregnant, there's a hormone that's released called relaxin, relaxin. And that hormone relaxes your ligaments and so that your pelvis can open up so you can deliver that baby. Well, that, that relaxin doesn't just work on the, the pubic bone or pubic symphysis. It works throughout the body. That relaxin starts to dissolve the ligaments everywhere in your body. And it will stay in your system for nine months to a year, especially if you're breastfeeding. And so now you have ligament laxity or weak ligaments and you're carrying a baby on one hip, maybe another baby on the other, and maybe you're breastfeeding, maybe not, maybe you're continuing to work. Um, but with those ligaments being lax like that, bones can heal out of place so often. And then once the relaxins out of your body, all those ligaments tighten up and then uh, you are left with chronic problems. So that's uh, a really good reason to get uh, examined because um, that is often very easy to fix. And, you know, you just look at your life and I know how hard mothers work. I've, I don't want to say I know, but I, I know how hard my wife has worked raising our children. And, uh, you know, the last thing you won't, usually mom is the last person she takes care of. She takes care of everybody else but her. And, uh, you know, I want to reach out and say, hey, look, let's see if we can help you. If you've got any of that low back pain, sciatica, or even headaches, migraines, very likely it's because you've got pressure on the nervous system, either from, you know, an tr earlier trauma before you were pregnant, a lot of sports perhaps, but uh, very likely that you can be helped. Now, also in the low back there, the nerves that cause a sciatica, those same nerves um, actually go to your large intestine or your colon, and um, they can cause bowel problems. They can cause constipation, diarrhea. Um, the, the, those nerves also can be responsible for um, bladder issues because your bladder is um, innervated or the nerve in there goes to your bladder. So sometimes there can be a relationship between the nerve pressure and the low back. And um, empirically, we see this a lot. So, you know, again, I think it's worth uh, taking a, a little bit of time, investing in, in seeing whether you can be healthy or not. The endocrine system, um, you're, you're being your uh, ovaries and uterus, the reproductive organs also come out of that lower back as well. So, the emotional part, just to touch on the emotional subluxation. So there's the physical subluxation, which is hard bone on soft nerve. That usually comes about from an accident or an injury or chronic um, abuse. A lot of people are, have what we call um, text neck, text neck now, where they're using their cell phone so much and their head's bent forward and, uh, or they've been reading books or they're in school or they're carrying that heavy backpack and or putting their head down because they may be nursing a baby. All of those um, activities put the head in a forward position and that will put a, con a lot of stress on your neck and upper back. If you imagine holding your arm straight up in the air with a 10-pound weight in it, 
he can hold it like that for a while. But if you put that weight out, maybe at a 15 degree angle, you're not going to be able to hold that. You're going to lose the strength and you're, you're going to have to drop that weight down or drop your arm down. Well, when your head's chronically forward like that, you're going to get that kind of stress on your upper back and neck. So that could be texting. It could be sleeping with too many pillows. It could be breastfeeding, looking down, watching your baby while you're doing it. Um, any types of car accidents, fine work where you're leaning forward. Those are physical subluxations or physical um, hard bone on soft nerve. The body gets locked in place. And typically, the body knows what to do. It usually will heal itself within a couple of days. But when it doesn't, it needs some help. So that's the physical subluxation. The next one, of course, we've talked about it quite a bit, is the chemical subluxation. And those are when uh, there's something called your stomach, all the organs in your body are called viscera. Okay, just and it's and then so those when you have trouble with any of those organs, it's sending a signal up to your brain. It can blow the back out. I talked about having um, food poisoning and how your back will go out on you, or maybe you have a real bad uh, intestinal flu and you get low back pain. So chemistry can definitely damage the nervous system and and block it, and then the emotional stress is, uh, you know, there's so much going on right now with the kids in school, with everything that's going on in our country. Um, emotions are running high. Um, those type of things have a big effect on our body. They'll, they're going to stop us from sleeping. They're going to cause us um, to feel, you know, like we're under uh chronic, uh, uh, our, you know, our energy levels can go down because we just feel like that we're hopeless, that there's, there's a doom and gloom out there. Um, all of those things are going to affect our health. They're going to affect our nervous system, our immune system, and all those things. So the mental stress, I mean, the perfect example of mental stress is getting a bleeding ulcer from worrying too much. So here you are with something mentally going on that causes a hole to be burned in your stomach because the acids that your stomach produces has nothing to eat except the stomach wall itself. So that's the emotional stress. Now, the thing is that our body has this amazing, amazing, amazing ability to heal. It's called the innate ability to heal. And I think we've given up on that in this country because we seem to cover up the symptoms so often. If I, if I cut my leg and I cut the couch I'm sitting on, one's going to heal and one isn't. What, the thing that's going to heal is my knee, my leg, where I cut it. Why? Because the body knows how to heal. If you've got damage to the nervous system or damage to an organ or a muscle or a bone in your body, as long as there's no toxins in the area or bacteria that are going to cause infections, as long as your nervous system is working well, the repair enzymes in your body can get to that injured spot, it's going to heal that area. We have to start to trust our body's ability to heal. Don't jump to a medication right away. Now, I'm not a medical doctor and I don't prescribe or de-prescribe medicine, but the more you become educated, educate yourself on how to take care of your body, the better off you're going to be, I believe. So it's really important to start to give your body the chance to heal. Your entire intestinal tract is replaced every five days. The, the stomach cells last five days and they're schlepped off and a new cell is made. Your muscles last 120 days. Those muscle cells um, wear out, new ones are made. Your heart cells last 90 days. Um, and then new ones are made. So your body's constantly rebuilding itself and constantly regenerating itself. So why, why then are we sick or do we have these conditions if our body's rebuilding itself? Okay, this is where having a clean diet, getting the toxins out of your body, make sure that the nervous system can communicate to the body is going to allow you over time to rebuild yourself, to regenerate a healthy self. That's why I read this, this uh, study earlier, the RAND study. It's a seven-year study that was published in the Journal of Manipulation and Physical Therapy about patients that saw chiropractors on a regular basis had 60% less hospital admissions, 59% less days in the hospital, 62% less outpatient surgeries, 85% less pharmaceutical expenditures. So why is that? Because patients that... Uh, chiropractic patients 
are being taught or they're learning or they're taking their health into their own hand. They're learning how to be healthy. They typically are a little more aware of what they're putting in their body. They're typically exercising more and they're, they're usually not taking as many medications right away rather than trying to enhance the body's own ability to heal itself. Uh, that's, that's really what health is. Patients oftentimes come in and say, well, what does my insurance cover? Well, not much anymore. Um, and even if it does, it's, it's only supposed to get you out of pain. No insurance is supposed to get you optimally well. It's an emergency healthcare system. Um, so should we have healthcare? Yeah, probably we should have healthcare. But what about taking care of yourself so that it's only going to be the, the major emergencies? Now, how about genetics? Well, I have a genetic predilection to a disease. Guess what turns on those, those genes? Toxins that get into your cell because of a toxic environment, inflammation in the body. Look up um, chronic inflammation and chronic disease on the internet and you're going to find out that there's a direct correlation to chronic inflammation in the body and chronic disease. Inflammation at the cellular level is where all the problem starts. The cells communicate to the brain via the nervous system. The nervous system tells your digestive system and other systems in your body how to go heal that body or that cell. And as you go through changing your lifestyle, changing the foods you eat, getting under regular chiropractic care, your, your cells that were once all tens and as age goes, you start to have maybe six or sevens in health style, those cells get weaker and weaker and weaker because of the toxic environment, because of the nervous system interruption, and because of the stresses in our life. But as we slowly turn that around over a year or two, your body's going to start to have healthier and healthier and healthier cells, providing there's no terrible thing going on. And you start to exercise, eat well, get the toxins out of your environment, get under normal chiropractic adjustments, and your body's going to start to uh, to heal. You're going to be able to have those activities you want, um, especially if you know what's going on with the um, dementia in our country right now. I'll be going over this in more detail at my office Wednesday night, 6 to 7 o'clock. I'm in the Brown Ranch Shopping Center in uh, Capitola. My number is 459-9990. I'm Dr. Duncan McCollum. I'd be more than happy to have you come and join us. And, um, you know, these are some of the opinions that I'm expressing today have a lot of foundation behind them. Um, you know, I've been under chiropractic care since I was 20. I'm 62. I've probably had three colds, four colds the whole time. I don't get sick. And most people that are under chiropractic care will tell you the same thing. So I encourage you to draw a line in the sand and go, there's no time like right now for me to be healthier. What can I do today? First thing I would do, look under your kitchen sink, look up in your medicine cabinet and get rid of anything that's toxic. And you can actually download an app called Think Dirty and you can scan the barcode and it will tell you what kind of toxins. It's a U.S. government um, uh, it's actually through the government you're going to see what toxins are in you know that kind of uh, toothpaste you use or the underarm deodorant or the different types of soaps, uh, shampoos, laundry detergents, cleaning products. So anyway, Dr. Duncan McCollum, I'm coming to the end of the show here. I really appreciate you listening. I'm on every second uh, Saturday of the month between 3 and 4 on a Jackie Tucker show. And KSCO, I really appreciate you putting all this on and allowing us. Uh, we'll see you guys in a few weeks. Oh, sweet little Sasha girl You're gonna find the world is like a bounce on mama's knee If you enjoyed this episode of McCollum Wellness Radio, please share it with a friend and tell them one helpful fact that you learned today. Remember, the best way to learn is to teach.
None of this information has been evaluated by the FDA, nor has it been endorsed by Big Pharma, the AMA, or the CDC. Be aware that eliminating toxins and eating healthy organic foods and eliminating genetically modified or processed foods from your diet may be good for your health. Implementation of any of this information may result in improving your health, restoring proper digestive function, increasing your energy, strengthening your immune response, and improving your sleep.